Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Healthy Marriage Podcast, a podcast aimed at strengthening the most important asset of all families, the marriage. My name is Dr. Corey Gilbert, an author, university professor, licensed professional counselor, a life coach and researcher, and speaker on topics such as gender abuse, sexual ethics, trauma, and sexuality issues today. I will be your host. In this podcast, we will focus on strengthening marriages, encouraging families, and tools for practical living, such as how to have hard conversations with my kids about hard subject matters. I will demonstrate many of these with my own children via these podcasts. We are sponsored by the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle, a community of families, parents, and leaders that want to strengthen the family, and it all starts with marriages. Join in on the conversation in our free Facebook group at facebook.com groups slash the healthy marriage. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey there, this is Dr. Corey Gilbert with the Warrior Marriage Podcast, and today we're going to go into chapter 10 of my book, I Can't Say That, The Power and Importance of Community. To order, you can go to ICan'tSayThat.com or order on Amazon or wherever you order your books. So here we go, chapter 10, Power and Importance of Community. Ken and Jill are parents that have been on the the same journey with their kids that you are on now. They began their journey when their son who was not yet a teenager, began acting out sexually, and they came in for counseling. I had the honor of walking with this young man through much of the material presented in this book. I talked with him about pornography, the M-word, and helped him develop a biblical sexual ethic. The purpose of these conversations was to empower him to consciously choose what he would do in all situations rather than acting unconsciously. I also had the opportunity to walk his parents through this process as well so that they were equipped to lead their own other children toward a biblical sexual ethic. They need to have their own personal development of an ethos that is grounded in God's word and realistic about preparing them for the world outside their home. Sam and Carolina are parents that have grown children but saw them make unwise decisions when they were in their teens and their 20s. Now their children are all married, and they have the honor of being Grammy and Pappy. They realized that since they had not talked with their children about issues surrounding sexuality, their children were now following in the footsteps and not talking with their grandchildren. They began to have micro-conversations with their grandchildren as they encountered various situations that this began to plant seeds in their hearts and minds. This led their grandchildren to ask hard questions at home to their parents, which led them to examine their own sexual ethic, their ethos, and what they lacked when they were growing up. They empowered themselves as adults with knowledge and followed the example of their parents. They are grateful that their parents cared enough to get involved and motivated them to talk with their children because they were then prepared when they had to walk through some traumatic incidences and experiences with their children. Their parents, Sam and Carolina, took a risk for their grandkids' sake, and it paid off greatly. As you are reading or listening to this, my hope is that you are being transformed. I hope you have been encouraged and motivated to dive into micro-conversations with your children. These will absolutely change the course of their lives forever, and I do not make this statement lightly. You are engaging in a battle for your children. By implementing these short talks with your children, which seem insignificant at the time, you establish the belief that you can and will give them real, raw, and honest answers. They will face heartache and heartbreak. They will experience love and loss. If you want to know what is going on in their hearts as they get older, you must start investing in it when they are young. Here are some reminders and challenges. 
Parenting was never meant to be a solo sport. If you are a single parent, I know that you are carrying a huge weight on your shoulders. Raising young men and women that honor God and make confident, wise decisions is done in community. Please do your best to find a community within your church that will come alongside you to pray for your family and help you in tangible ways as well. As a parent, how you view your children will impact how you lead. For some, becoming a mom or dad was a difficult and long path, and you hold that title with honor. Some of you landed here by accident. Does God play games or make mistakes? No, he doesn't. However, you have you earned the title of mom or dad, wear it proudly. You have been entrusted with a precious gift. Your kids are gifts, and it's all about stewardship. Jeffrey is a handful. He is loud and eager to answer. He is energetic and funny. He's curious and wild. He gets himself into trouble with his impulsivity. Sarah is a shy, quiet young lady. She does not engage with others. She retreats from relationships. She struggles with her thoughts, but does not let anyone know. Each of your children are gifts from God. Their uniqueness and idiosyncrasies are part of God's design. He does not make mistakes. We, as parents, spouses, and friends, make mistakes in every role we play. Our God does not. Guiding your child's personality is part of the journey. Their emotions and behavior can be overwhelming and even maddening. Your son is now carrying the title of perpetrator or molester. He needs you. He needs to bear responsibility, but he also needs to know that he is still lovable to you and God and has hope for the future. Your daughter's been molested. She needs you. She needs to know how to process what has happened and that she is worth fighting for. She needs to know that she still has a bright future. How do you steward your own sexuality, gender, and temptations? How you manage these will impact how you are able to help your children when they need you the most. If you are struggling in this area, please get help. The best gift that you can give your children is honesty regarding your mistakes and then asking for their forgiveness. They need to see confession, repentance, and forgiveness modeled more than they need a perfect mom or dad. This is all about stewardship. The responsibilities of parenting go beyond food, shelter, and clothing. We have a responsibility to educate and prepare them for the world. We have a responsibility to model for them what stewarding sexuality looks like when we live with a biblical sexual ethic. I want you to be proactive and preventative. Think of parenting as preparing them for battle. I want to remind you over and over that it begins with us. Are we responsible for our children's decisions? No, we are not. They have free will. They are their own people. They grow up, face temptations, and make their own decisions. As they enter different life stages and the struggles that come with each, they are accountable for their own decisions. I do not know a good parent out there that does not take ownership in some way for their children's bad decisions. We must remember that it is part of our job to pray as we prepare them. So my question to you is have you prepared them for whatever may come? Did you discuss stranger danger and prepare them for the 9% chance of abuse from a stranger, but never prepare them to say no and stand up for themselves when a sibling, uncle, babysitter, or family friend asks them to take their clothes off or do something sexual? 
I often hear from parents, but I have those conversations with my child. However, their children say they did not have these conversations. What is the disconnect? The disconnect comes from the form of the talk as opposed to micro-conversations. The talk is usually an information dump that is given too late to have a meaningful impact on building a child's sexual ethic, their ethos. Micro-conversations invite dialogue, two-way conversation, and relationship. It is being proactive and dropping truths carefully into your child's life that they can then choose to pick up and live out. Their decisions are their responsibility once you have prepared them. If you have the talk, there's a good chance that it will not settle into your child's heart. If you are intentional over the years, proactive, and intentional to invite arguments and conversation through, through relationship with them, you have done well. Regardless of the choices your child makes, you have fulfilled your responsibility by training up your child in the way they should go. Proverbs 22, 6. Be confident. A key part of being confident is knowledge. There aren't many people, especially men, that love reading books about marriage, trauma, parenting, sexuality, and shame. You each have your own passions, interests, skills, and areas of expertise. Share these with others by helping them. Help someone fix something if you are great at fixing things. Help someone plan something if that is your skill set. This book is my attempt to share my skill set and knowledge with you. I want to help as many families as possible change their family tree. And it's hope, my hope and honor to serve you and your family and that it changes your family tree. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Healthy Marriage Podcast. I hope these become valuable resources full of encouragement and challenges as you lead your family well and with confidence and definitely not alone. Find out more about all that we do at HealingLives.com. I want to see your family and specifically your marriage thrive. Thank you to our sponsor, the Healthy Marriage Inner Circle. And to access my new best-selling book for parents, go to ICan'tSayThat.com to purchase and receive the audiobook for free. It's an honor to serve.